Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You are already inundating our social media with your responses to the most ill-fated coaching hires in sports history. They were never going to work. This is Kim Kardashian and, well, most of her spouses. Uh, but definitely Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys. Madonna and Rodman, Dennis Rodman, weren't they? I don't know if they were officially married. I, Carmen Electra. Yeah, we could go on and on about celebrity marriages. Some of these coaching hires, that's a little bit like what, how it felt. It was never going to work out anyway. So on Twitter, after our CBS, send your questions to our show Twitter as well for Ask Amy Anything. That's next hour. You can also send your questions to our Facebook page. Uh, many of you still have Bob questions, wedding questions, marriage questions, as if I'm some kind of an expert. Oh, Lordy. Anyway, we will do another edition of Ask Amy Walked Down the Aisle. So past tense, never doing it again. Uh, we'll do that sometime on our YouTube channel before the month of February is up, I promise. Um, but I know Jay likes to sprinkle them in. So you can send them again to Twitter or Facebook. We'll do Ask Amy Anything next hour. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. Fun to connect with you on this middle show of the work week. Showtime on the wing right side. Love takes the shotgun snap on first and ten. Looks downfield, scrambles right. Still looking. Throws it back over the middle. No. And it is intercepted no. by the San Francisco 49ers. Coming back the other way with it is Dre Greenlaw. And Greenlaw is still on his feet. Cutting to his right at the Green Bay 40 and down he goes. And that will do it. Play broke down. Was scrambling right. Um, saw Christian over the middle and... Uh, you know, tried forcing one into him. Thought I could make the play. Um, didn't see the backside, so you know they made a great play. Jordan Love sees the Packers run come to an end with an interception that he threw toward Christian Watson, but Dre Greenlaw saw the same thing, and that was the final call of essence uh, from. Wayne Larravee on Packers radio. But man, what a run for Jordan and for the Packers as the youngest team in the NFL. But that might not be the biggest story in Wisconsin sports on this Tuesday night into a Wednesday morning. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. We head to Milwaukee now. And from our affiliate there, AM 1250, The Fan, we welcome Steve Pfeiffer. 
He also has a couple of podcasts, one that talks Packers and one that talks Bucks. So, Steve, let me ask you. The Packers run nearly upsetting the 49ers or the Bucks making this abrupt coaching change. What's the bigger story right now? Reese Hoskins signs with the Brewers. Nice. There's your there you positive go. story for Milwaukee. <laughs> There's your positive story. They get the Phillies first baseman. Um, I don't know. I the, the Packers thing, you know, was awesome. Uh, I don't think anybody expected them to be in the playoffs. Nobody really expected them to go to Dallas and win in Dallas. Uh, Jordan Love proving, uh, I think, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that he's a franchise quarterback going forward, and they'll get to pay him, you know, somewhere in the area of probably forty-five to fifty million dollars a year, and an extension at some point next summer. Um, so the future is bright, windows wide open. I think Packer fans are happy. They all want Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator, fired still. So we'll wait to see if that happens. Uh, but besides that, I think everybody's pretty happy with how that went. Now, the Adrian Griffin thing, I think everybody is kind of stunned. Now, don't get me wrong. There was a portion of the fan base that have been asking for Adrian Griffin to be fired for over a month. Um, so I think the rest of us are stunned that they actually did it, didn't see it coming until you read the piece in The Athletic and realize this was a whole thing that was coming over a month ago and we just didn't know. Why? What went horribly wrong that after half the season he's out the door? This is the thing, right? If I hire you to do a job, and then I tell you who you're going to hire to be around you, and you don't know the people, you're really rolling the dice, and you're saying two things. One, uh, I don't trust you to hire your own people. Uh, And two, um, I I really hope this works out between you and whoever the other person is, because if it doesn't, um, then, you know, it's probably going to be a mess. Well, that's what they did. They hired Adrian Griffin, uh, who was of the final three that the Bucks ownership and front office picked out, was the only one that had no head coaching experience at that point. And it was Atkinson, the Golden State assistant, Kenny Atkinson. It was Nick Nurse and Adrian Griffin. Those were the final three that they apparently had Giannis talk to and so forth to see who he liked. Well, according to reports, he apparently does not like Nick Nurse and would not play for Nick Nurse. So he, again, according to reports, wanted to play for a, you know, a guy that played in the league or whatever. So they went with Adrian Griffin. But then they told Adrian Griffin, you're going to have Terry Stotts, the former Bucks head coach, former Portland Trailblazers head coach, mm-hmm. Damian Lillard's head coach. Uh, you're going to be his right-hand guy. Uh, you're going to have him. They didn't know each other, had no idea, never met, whatever, no mm. clue. Well, guess what happened? Now training camp comes. Uh, and before the season even starts, they're in preseason or whatever, and they have a falling out in a practice, uh, according to a report from The Athletic, where uh, Adrian Griffin wanted the coaches to come together, according to the report. Terry Stotts wanted to talk to Giannis and Milton a little. He yelled for him. Stotts ignored him. He continued talking to him, according to the report. And um, then Griffin got really mad that he wasn't coming over. And um, then shortly thereafter that, Terry said, I'm out. Uh, you know, this isn't for me. Uh, I'm, I'm stepping aside. And he leaves. So then they play the season. And again, they get off to a pretty good start. Defense has been an issue from the word jump because Adrian Griffin is changing the defense to more of what they played in Toronto with Nick Nurse, more of a switching-type defense. Uh, and right away, the players went to him and said, we don't like Brooke Lopez, our center, playing this style of defense. He's got to play more drop defense to play more to his strengths and so forth. So Adrian Griffin said, fine, we'll do that. So it's been a kind of a give-and-go. They get Damian Lillard. Him and Giannis, that pick-and-roll thing has not really materialized at any point. Right. Um, the usage rate for Damian Lillard has dropped way off compared to where it was in Portland, which you knew it was going to drop off some because he's playing with Giannis now, uh, but it dropped off significantly. And it's seven minutes less than what Giannis is getting. 
on a night-to-night basis. So that's an issue. Apparently Lillard was struggling with what they were trying to do on offense to begin with. The defense has been a mess the entire time. So as the report in The Athletic goes from Sham Sharani and Eric Name, uh, that in the in-season tournament when they lost to Indiana, apparently after that uh, they went to Adrian Griffin and said, uh, Doc Rivers, you know, Doc, he's in the TV booth. Yeah, he's going to be your consultant going forward for the rest of the season. Oh my gosh. Doc, meet Adrian Griffin. Adrian Griffin, meet Doc. Guys get used to working together. Doc's going to help you uh, be a coach the rest of the year. I believe on that day, Adrian Griffin was essentially fired. Because on that day, that's when they decided Adrian Griffin cannot do this. And we're going to have somebody else come in. And if this doesn't work and he can't figure this out, then Doc is going to have the benefit of having however many days it takes for us to figure out if he can do it or not. In this case, it's been about 30 or so. Now Doc knows everything because he's been watching every game since then, has an idea of what they're running, what works, what doesn't work, has a good idea of what their personnel can and cannot do. So now you give Doc Rivers a job. He walks in. He knows everything there is to know about this team. He's had a month to study them and can implement what he thinks needs to be fixed, and away they go. And that's how this whole thing uh, works out. And you know, I, I don't know. You can look at this however you want. To me, it, it, it's um, a little wrong, I guess, in my opinion, how this whole thing played out. Because if you didn't trust Adrian Griffin and you didn't think he should do a job, then he never should have been in your final three that you essentially brought to Giannis to let him pick. You should have went with a more proven head coach in that final three, and instead you screwed this up. And now, you know, fans are all upset because they think Giannis screwed this up by picking Adrian Griffin, but in reality, the ownership and front office screwed this up by having Adrian Griffin in their final three to begin with. Mm. Well, and handcuffing him to different people that he didn't know and didn't have a relationship with. Uh, Steve Pfeiffer is with us uh, from Milwaukee talking about this crazy twist in the Bucks season, even as they sit in the top three in the Eastern Conference. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Here's the question that came to my mind as I'm reading all of this, and of course you're telling it from a Bucks perspective. If you wanted a veteran head coach, A, why fire Mike Budenholzer, and B, why not just hire Doc Rivers from the beginning? Right. The Doc Rivers point is a good one. I don't know. The Budenholzer point Again, going back to Eric Name and the Athletic, the Bucks beat writer, uh, for them, when Boonholzer was let go, there was an in-depth piece that he wrote uh, that pretty much hinted at the fact that the year they went on to win that NBA title, remember they were playing the Nets, uh, the Nets and the TNT crew, Barkley and Kenny Smith and those guys were killing Mike Boonholzer in that series for pretty much not knowing what he was doing, just absolutely killing his coaching style. Well, they figure out how to get through that series, they go on to beat the Hawks. Trey Young got hurt. They go winning the championship against Phoenix. But apparently, everybody within the organization was mad at Bud as far as how that series was going. And if they would have lost that series, according to this report, <laughs> he was gone. He wasn't going to be back the following year. They were done. And he wins a title, so now they stick with him for a couple more years because he won a title. Um, and then they finally said, okay, enough is enough. Uh, you know, we've kind of worn out this whole thing here. Uh, with this group of players, we need a new voice. So they decided to go in a different direction uh, at that point. Mike Boonholzer has been criticized his entire career for not making adjustments in the postseason and losing playoff series because of being stubborn and not knowing how to adjust. So not being a great playoff coach outside of a one run. What is Doc Rivers known for exactly? The exact same thing, getting mm-hmm. out coaching playoff series and choking away leads in playoff series and costing themselves outside of one run early on with Boston. 
So you get rid of Bud, you make a mistake with Griffin, and now you're going to replace him with Doc, who essentially has the same flaws as Bud does when it comes to the playoffs. I can imagine this is a sticky situation for Doc, though, if he was there to support Adrian Griffin, if they developed any kind of a relationship. I know it's the nature of the business, but ah, Steve Pfeiffer with us from Milwaukee. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. How would you change the usage of Damian Lillard or change the way that he is fitting with Giannis or not fitting with Giannis? They haven't effectively run that pick and roll with him and Giannis like everybody was expecting to see since they've been together. They've attempted to run it, and they haven't run it well. I mean, you can argue that really Lillard and Brooke Lopez probably run it better. Well, they do run it better, way better than what him and Giannis do. For whatever reason, it's been a struggle with both of them, and they don't run it that much. Uh, And Lillard, when he first started, didn't like the rotation minutes he was getting as far as how Griffin was using them, and went to Griffin and said, I want to play the whole first quarter, and then I'll come out in the second quarter. And Griffin said, fine. I mean, that's the one thing about Adrian Griffin. He's pretty much said fine to about everything that's been reported as far as what these players wanted. Whatever they wanted, he let them do. So what happened was, for a part of the season, when Giannis and Lillard was on the floor, Lillard kind of just held back and let Giannis go be that aggressive guy. And then when Giannis would check out about five, six minutes into the game, then Lillard would kind of take over uh, when Giannis went out, when it was him and, and Chris Milton, or just him on the floor. Um, now, as the season has went on, he's become a little bit more aggressive in the first quarter, and you don't see that necessarily as much, but his field goal percentage is down. Uh, all of his numbers are kind of down across the board since becoming a member of the box compared to what he was doing in Portland. Uh, and originally it's like, well, he's off to a slow start. He'll figure it out. He'll get it going. Well, halfway through the season now, uh, and we're still kind of having the same conversations. And you have an NBA trade deadline coming up, right? That's only what, a couple of weeks away. I would love to know how much Doc Rivers has been asked about what he wants at the trade deadline prior to today compared to how much Adrian Griffin was asked what he wanted at the trade deadline. Oh my gosh. And just to clarify, when they say the the window and the sense of urgency, is this about the Bucks trying to win a title this year? It has to be. I mean, Damian Lillard's the top 75 player. You just traded for him and gave up all those assets. you got to keep Giannis happy, obviously. It has to be about winning a championship. Look, this is, to me, when you have a Giannis, a LeBron, a KD, those type of players, it should be championship or bust every single year. Even if they had Drew Holiday and they didn't have Damian Lillard, it should still be championship or bust because those players – are only around for so long. And you've got a guy that's won multiple MVPs. While you have him, you know, you can't take it for granted that he's always going to be there. Otherwise, you end up like Cleveland and LeBron James walks away. You have to always be pushing the envelope. And John Horst, to his credit, the GM of the Bucks, has done that for the most part with Milwaukee. Uh, and now you make this type of move because you didn't see this being a championship-caliber team. I agree. Didn't look like a championship-caliber team to me either. Watching this team play here for the last month, um, but, I, again, I was stunned and shocked. I thought they'd give Griffin through the playoffs. If it fell apart, then they'd move on in the summer. I did not think they'd move on this quick. How and where did they miss Drew Holiday? Uh, probably defensively to a certain degree, for sure. Uh, and Lillard hasn't been all of that offensively, but he's still better than what Drew Holiday is offensively. Yeah, Drew will give you a night where he'll get you 25. Uh, or 30, but Drew will give you a lot more of those 12-point nights, and he's going to give you the 25- or 30-point nights, you know. And Holiday works 
when he's that defensive guy. Like, Boston is perfect because you have Tatum, you have Brown. Porzingis has been a great addition for them, too. Uh, so Holiday kind of fits into that third, fourth role score. There's not a ton of pressure where with the Bucks, you know, if something happens to Giannis, he's got to be that first or second guy. And that Milton keeps getting hurt on and off. So there was more pressure on him offensively. And, you know, when you get to the postseason, Holiday wasn't always that guy consistently there. He had big moments in the postseason, uh, you know, in a game here or a game there for the Bucks for sure. Uh, but he wasn't that reliable, consistent guy that can go get you 25 or 30 in a big game. Lillard is definitely that guy. They've got to figure out, you know, how to share the basketball and figure out a defensive scheme that obviously works. You have Brooke Lopez, who, you know, is a defensive player of the year candidate coming in, blocking shots all over the place. Giannis is the same type of player. Uh, and with that, you're one of the worst defenses uh, in the NBA. That should not be the case, even if it's Damian Lillard over Drew Holiday at the guard position. So Reese Hoskins then. Yes. <laughs> Now let's talk about something positive and happy. Yeah, let's talk about it. Reese Hoskins, that's their new cleanup hitter for the Brewers. Hey, man, coming into the offseason, I thought the Brewers were going to blow this thing up. I mean, Corbin Burns in last year of his deal, and they can't afford to sign him after the upcoming season. Willie Adams last year of his deal, if he has a good year, they can't afford to sign him either. So I really thought that when they decided after Woodruff's injury that they were just going to let him walk, uh, and not bring him back uh, because you don't know how long he'll be out. He could miss the whole year, whatever. I was like, okay, well, now here's your opportunity. You trade Burns, you trade Adamas, and you kind of rebuild this thing because they have a ton of young outfielders that came up last year and played a little bit. They're all going to have major roles this year. One of the top prospects in baseball, Jackson Churio, I think he was one or two, depending on the list you looked at. They expect him to be uh, on the major league team at some point this year, maybe opening day. Uh, there's a lot of comparisons of him to a, or a Ronald Acuna Jr., so we'll see if that pans out or not. So there's a lot of young talent, but it's going to probably take a little while for them to get going. Uh, and instead, they decided, no, they're going to try and compete and win a division title one more year, hmm. uh, and then they very well may let Burns and Adamus walk for nothing. So with that mentality, they desperately needed a first baseman because they've been horrible at first base for the last couple of years. And Hoskins coming off ACL, didn't play last year for Philly, going to hit 30, 35 home runs at American Family Field easy and be a true cleanup hitter for the Brewers. I think it's a big signing. Defensively, he sucks, uh, but offensively, he can hit. As you say, positive news. That's where we'll end. Uh, Jordan Love had an incredible second half of the season. Uh, what a validation for Matt LaFleur in terms of his coaching. Would you keep Barry or would you make a change? Oh, he'd be gone yesterday. Uh, but Look, him and LaFleur are guys. That's why LaFleur hired them, because they've been friends for a long time. You know, Barry was under fire here. Baker Mayfield had a perfect quarterback rating at Lambeau Field, the first guy ever to come into Lambeau and have a perfect quarterback rating, Baker Mayfield. At that point, everybody that was kind of, I don't know about Joe Barry, everybody was like, okay, time to go. That's it. We've seen enough. Um, and they did it. And then they gave up 30 points to the Panthers, and that offense has been horrible this year. They won the game, but they gave up 30. So that was another sign. Uh, and then Matt LaFleur got a little bit involved, like he did last year, coming out of the bye week. And this defense turned around, like he did last year, coming out of the bye week. Once he got involved uh, in having his voice heard in defensive meetings or whatever was going on. And then this defense played really well the rest of the way up. You can't blame the defense for what happened. Yeah, the, Purdy had a big drive there at the end, fine. But to that point, you did a heck of a job 
keeping that offense intact, and you had every chance to win that game against San Francisco. You kept that big Cowboys offense that averaged 37 a game at home completely in check uh, and minimized for the most part, and so you pulled off the dogs there in, what was it, the fourth quarter, and then you know gave up a couple touchdowns. For the most part, you did your job. I think that's enough for Matt LaFleur to tell Brian Gutekunst and anybody else that wants to fire Joe Barry, look at, look at what this guy did here the last four or five games. He, he did what he was supposed to do. We figured it out. He'll be good for next year. Trust me. And he's <laughs> under contract. It's not like they have to give him a new contract. He's still got another year under contract here, so they just bring him back, then you move forward. Now, LaFleur did not commit to him coming back. Right. Last year, the end-of-the-year press conference, he said pretty much everybody's coming back. That's the end of it. This year he didn't do it, so I don't know if there's a conversation that needs to happen between him and others in the organization to convince them to keep Joe Barry. But the longer you keep Joe Barry, the more defensive coordinator candidates are going to go off the board of these other coaching staffs. So if you're going to move, they need to move quickly so they don't lose out on some more guys. Steve's got a couple of podcasts that deal with all things Wisconsin sports. So Curd and Long is the Packers podcast, but you're going to want to get green and growing about the Bucks and this twist uh, midway through the season. You can find him on Twitter at Sparky Radio. Steve Pfeiffer from Milwaukee. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes and all of the insight. Always fun. Anytime. You had no idea that Milwaukee could be the center of the sports universe or Wisconsin center of the sports universe on a Tuesday night. But Adrian Griffin catching the league off guard or the move with Adrian Griffin. Uh, and yet sounds like the Bucks front office did not put him in a position to succeed, but then measured him, evaluated him by a standard that was nearly impossible to meet. They made all the moves around him and then expected him to just slot in. And here's the crazy part. The team still won 30 of its first 43 games with him as the head coach. What kind of standard are we talking about? Well, maybe measuring against the Celtics, measuring against the Nuggets as defending champions. It's a lot of teams that aren't going to be able to compete with those guys. But when you've got a core that's in their mid-30s, early to mid-30s, well, the time is now. And how is that on Griffin? (laughs) 30 wins in 43 games. That's a pretty damn good coaching record for your first time ever. What are the most ill-fated coaching marriages in sports history? The ones that were never going to work out. On Twitter, A-Law Radio. On our Facebook page, too. Glad to have you with us on The Hump Show. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. I just apologize to the team and the staff and uh, for being a distraction. It's stupid. Um, so I explained everything that happened and owned it. And, you know, just stupid. Uh, should not have myself in that kind of position. Getting you to the good half of your week. It's the Hump Show on After Hours. The voice of Urban Meyer, we still hear it frequently on media broadcasts. It may have been over from the start, but it was definitely over when he stayed behind in, I think it was Cincinnati, after the Jaguars had played a game there and decided he would hang out in a local establishment and get photographed in a somewhat compromising position as his team flew back on the plane. If I remember correctly, it was some some kind of a late dramatic loss, too. I could be wrong, but I feel like it was some situation where his team may have really needed him. Uh, Don't quote me on that. Uh, Jaguars and Bengals fans, Urban Meyer fans, you know who you are. Uh, You may remember that. But, yeah, it felt like it was some night. It was a Thursday night, if I remember correctly, that he stayed behind in Cincinnati. It was a nationally televised game, and... We were stunned by the way the game had played out. I do remember it was pretty dramatic. And then somehow he thought that was a good idea to stay behind. Right, right. Urban Meyer. It was never going to work out anyway. 855-212-4227. That's our toll-free line on Twitter, A-Law Radio. Also on our Facebook page. Let's talk to Mike, who's in Alabama. Mike, welcome to After Hours. Good morning, Amy. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I just got a real quick one, a, a coaching marriage that was never, never going to happen, and that's the Atlanta Falcons of Bobby Petrino. Oh, that whole gosh. debacle was just absolutely disastrous yes. from the beginning. It definitely was. And honestly, he's had some pretty disastrous tenures. I cannot believe he's back in Arkansas. I seriously cannot believe it after everything that happened there. When I heard he was back in Arkansas, I was like, what are you thinking? This is an SEC school. Are you nuts? (laughs) Yes, 2007. I had to Google the date because I didn't remember the date. But, yeah, what a a total debacle and disaster and all kinds of D words. Yeah, I mean, even though he came in before the Michael Vick scandal, it was what he did. During the Michael Vick scandal, I mean, he just up and left and left the team high and dry. Right. And I have no respect for that guy since then. 
Mm, agreed. Uh, as if we needed another reason to not respect him, the mess at Arkansas. Uh, with the young woman who he was employing and then riding around on a motorcycle with. But yes, uh, absolutely, he ditched the Falcons and went running back to college. Uh huh. Yeah, that's, that's it. Well, thank you very much, Amy, and congratulations on your nuptial. Oh, thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Let's talk to Roger, who's in Washington, D.C. Roger, what do you think? Yes, good morning, Amy. How you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Great. I had three hires that were sort of bad. One by the legendary Michael Jordan. He hired Leonard Hamilton, the coach of the Wizards, oh. in the early 80s. I forgot about that. And then it was the late Richie Pettibone who succeeded the great uh, Joe Gibbs for one year. And I did love Richie Pettibone. After all, he was uh, Joe Gibbs' defensive head coach. Mm-hmm. And then it was the late Paul Westhead who had a little scrub with my man Irvin Magic Johnson with the Lakers. That's true. I vaguely remember that. That was before I was in the business, long before. Um, no, nope, but for the early 80s. Yeah. Nope, early, oh, gosh. Then I just remember high. reading about it. I wouldn't have remembered that. <laughs> right. Those were early 80 highs. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, those are good. Good walks down memory lane. Right, and have a great trip and success on your speech then tomorrow. Oh, thank you, Roger. That's very kind of you. I appreciate the support. All right. Take care. I'll be calling <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Let's talk to Chris, who's in Sacramento. Chris, what do you think? Welcome to After Hours. Yeah, hi. Uh, he stole my thunder on Magic Johnson. That was uh, like a debacle. Um, dang, I, I didn't, he just beat me to, to <laughs> the punch. But, um, yeah, um, well, yeah, that's what I called to say. That was uh, definitely a disaster. 16 games lasted. I think he might have already said that. Um, 16 yeah. games. And I and, thought and I 43 wasn't very many. Right, right. And the last thing I'm going to say, I don't know if he said anything just before me, but um, it was so bad in the locker room because I'm a big diehard Laker fan. And uh, I guess while he was trying to um, teach uh, plays during the game, uh, for the uh, at halftime, excuse me, um, the players would be smoking cigars, uh, Zlati Divac, uh, mainly, <laughs> hmm. a.k.a. names were never said. But uh, people were smoking cigars on their cell phones, but he, he just couldn't take it anymore, the, uh, the new age of players. But um, anyways, but I also just wanted to say uh, congratulations on your uh, marriage. Uh, I've been listening to you a long time, so at least I wanted to get that out. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Before. Actually, I appreciate that. Before you go, maybe you misunderstood our last caller because he was talking about Paul Westhead, who coached Magic Johnson. Yeah, so so he was talking about that. Um, He he wasn't talking about Magic as a coach. So, I I mean, if you want to talk about it, you certainly can. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, well, he yeah, he's ninety four season. I mean, he you know he was five and eleven. You know, of course, <laughs> I think any Lakers fan or any sports fan, pro, sports fan, I'm sure in basketball thought that probably would have been a great, you know, floor general. You know, taking on a head coaching job where he um, you know, played his professional uh, you know, professional uh, career at. But uh, yeah, it lasted like I said a whole sixteen games, mm. went five and eleven, and he just quit on that. <laughs> 17th night i remember um but it, it was it was a disaster um so uh yeah i, I just went i thought about that and i just wanted to throw that out there so. all right so interesting yeah. too because he also did the same thing abruptly quit when he was part of the 
He, I don't exactly. know if he was the president or he, he was just in the front office yep. and abruptly quit. He never could handle being that close to his franchise, but also just not great at making objective decisions. And a lot of times right. the best players in history don't make great coaches because right. they can't understand right. why everybody else won't do the work that they did to, to be yes. the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he said he was coming in. As far as that general manager position he had, he was coming in. He would hear whispers, and I guess people were telling him uh, he was a he was a joke of the uh, office. Apparently, uh, when he when he wasn't in the office, and yeah, so uh, yeah, that was the debacle too. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, okay, well then I did get it out there because I was yes. just listening to the radio in the background. I thought he was, he stole my thunder. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I'm glad, yeah, I got that out. So, okay, well, thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Chris. Good to talk to you in Sacramento. We appreciate it. Uh, So, Magic Johnson, I just looked it up. 16 games in 1994. So, I was not in the business. That I was still in school. Um, But I, so I maybe vaguely remember that, but not really. I do. I just wonder if it was before or after the Magic Hour. Okay. I, I that I'm serious. It was right around then. I don't remember. So, Magic Hour lasted what six shows or something like that. Randy Fund, also don't remember him. He was 92 to 94. Bill Burtka in 94. Then Magic Johnson. And it was, if I remember correctly, it was at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and it was almost similar. Like Magic, help us out. Yeah. And he finished up the year. And then he was like, I don't want to do this. I just, I don't want to coach. So I don't think he ever really made a promise that he was going to do it. He, he helped him in. out. Yeah, because, I mean, as close as he is uh, with the Lakers and the organization, it was almost like do us a favor and finish off the year and see if you can get these guys, I mean, going a little bit. I mean, Magic's career should have still been going at that point. That wasn't long after right. he had retired, unretired, come back. Yeah. Like it was, you know, all that. So it, he wasn't truly the head coach. He came in and did a favor. And then De- realized, oh, I don't want to do any of this. Yeah, Del Harris was right after him, who right. actually lasted and was a coach of the year. So, yeah, Del Harris. And then not long after, the Kurt Rambis one was interesting. I do remember Kurt Rambis as the head coach. Yeah, and then, you know. For 37 games. I was going to say, he was, I feel like he was interim too. He was interim with the Knicks. Rambis never really got like a, here, it's your job. If, if it always felt like he was on all these staffs. Bill Jackson. And then it was kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, yeah, when everything goes haywire, you get to take over, and then it doesn't work out well, and then you don't ever get to keep the job. Phil Jackson was after Rambus. Uh, and, then, and then he brought him on the staff. Right, and I mean. then was... Rudy Tomjanovich. I forgot about that era. Yeah, that didn't last long. Uh, Tom Jonovich. three games. Yeah, he he was realized oh, that he didn't want to do this. Same as Adrian Griffin. Yeah, but he retired, <laughs> if, if memory yes. serves. Tom Jonovich was like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, my health, and I don't want to do this at, at all. We're seeing a bunch of people writing about Matt Patricia and the Detroit Lions. Uh, latest tweet, A-Law Radio says it was doomed from the start. And this one, Marco, I forgot this one. How could I? Mm. Freaking Rick Patino with the Boston Celtics and his ginormous ego it just like ripped out everything, traded everyone away. I guess the one good thing he did was draft Paul Pierce. If I remember correctly, Paul Pierce was drafted when he was there. I don't remember. The the Rick Pitino Celtics era is basically he tried his best to get the number one pick. He thought he was going to get Tim Duncan. That fell through, and he didn't have a backup plan. And then that famous rant of, you know, Bird, Parrish, and Mikhail not, not coming through the through door. door yeah. Right, because he thought he was getting Tim Duncan to walk through the door, and when that didn't work out, uh, it, everything just flamed out, which is a surprise because Pitino, that's the only spot they didn't have success. Every other well, spot. Well, famous Nick Saban. 
every other spot. Nick Saban with the Dolphins, right? Right, but at Nick Saban, you look at it and you go, he only had one head coaching spot in the NFL, and it was with the Dolphins. It was two years, and it wasn't successful. Patino was in the NBA before that, mm-hmm. successful with the Knicks. He wa- he knew how to coach in the NBA. It wasn't a question of he's a college coach and it doesn't cr- translate. He knew how to coach oh, in the NBA. He was the punchline to all of it my snarky jokes for years because it, of what he did to the Celtics. Again, but he, he did draft Paul Pierce, so I will give him that. And again, he just he, that was the plan, and he had no Shirk. backup, which is really Shirk. shocking. <laughs> shocking because again, he's successful every other spot. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. I really don't. Right. I mean, you you pivot. I, I realize if you wanted Tim Duncan, I get it, but you pivot. He had no Everybody clue Everybody wanted do. Tim Duncan. He had no clue what to do when he didn't get him. He didn't know what to do. We're going to get to some of your responses on Twitter and Facebook. Good ones that I can't, I, maybe I've repressed them. I can't remember or haven't until I've seen them again on line here. The most ill-fated coaches in history. I would say Josh McDaniels in Denver was a pretty bad one, too. Um, uh, not just, much better with the Raiders. Uh, true, true, although you think you would have learned something by no. then, but apparently not. Uh, so, yes, on Twitter or Facebook, phone number, love your calls, 855-212-4227. Uh, and then we're about an hour away from Ask Amy Anything, so you can send your questions while you're at it. Uh, we did have the latest reveal for the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Uh, some really cool names, some contemporary names that you'll remember if you've been a fan of the game for a few years, some big names. Uh, and then also, this is, you're going to laugh, uh, Anthony Rendon. What is he known for lately? Missing all of what feels like three seasons in a row, something along those lines. His evaluation. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The baseball season will crack you up. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. delivers. Hit high in the air, center field. Hicks, long run. Still tracking. Get up, get up. Bauer with a grand slam and puts this game away. 
And a curveball here is lifted high and deep into left field. Gordon going back. He's slowing down. Looking up. It's gone. Adrian Beltre slams a hanging curve over the wall in left. It's 5-0 Texas. The pitch. Long fly ball to right. It could be out of here. Gone! Unbelievable. Right on cue. Todd Helton with a home run and a standing ovation. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. First of all, great song. Great song. It's one of the songs on my running playlist. Second of all, Hall of Fame. Hall of Famer. I've always loved the idea that you are in rarefied air. You're an elite company. And once you are designated as a Hall of Famer, that always goes before your name. Always. It's the title that never gets old, never expires, never loses its shine, never loses its impact. You have to work hard to somehow be known as something other than a Hall of Famer once you reach that designation. And for instance, well, it doesn't matter. Just maybe athletes who've committed major crimes, right? And so they're then they're not known first as a Hall of Famer. But that's an extreme case. Hall of Famer. There is a radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> that would be incredible. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. About 45 minutes left to send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. So on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, or on our Facebook page. And we are taking some of them humorous. Your tweets and Facebook messages about the most ill-fated coaching marriages in history. Not the ones that lasted the fewest number of games, though I suppose that could be one metric. (laughs) But the ones that were doomed from the start, they were never going to work out anyway. Never. Why even bother? It was an exercise in futility. It was laughable. We all knew it. Now, hindsight is twenty twenty. So if you thought it was a great hire at the beginning, I'm not sure you should submit that name. <laughs> but if you knew it, pat yourself on the back. I can't say that's the case with Adrian Griffin because... Giannis backed him 100%. So, again, Twitter, Facebook, our phone number, 855-212-4227. Worst coaching marriages in sports history. The ones that were never going to work out anyway, and you knew it. The guy is a a Hall of Famer. We are pleased to welcome Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Joe Maurer, one of my favorites from his time in Major League Baseball, into Cooperstown of the Baseball Hall of Fame. This is really neat and also fun to hear their reactions and see their reactions uh, to when they got in. So we'll just run through them, Producer Jay, if you want to start with Todd and then Joe and then Adrian, uh, just to hear what it was like when they got that phone call from Cooperstown. I really didn't think the phone was going to ring. And when it rang, I was uh, yeah, I was still in shock. Um, when it said Hall of Fame on it, I was uh, very happy. And, you know, it's this is something you don't play for, but you, obviously it's the, the greatest um, it's the greatest award you can have as a baseball player. It was unbelievable. Um, mm. You know, I, I kind of laid low um, 
you know, during that time of, of a possible call and uh, just spent it with family. And uh, now I had to sneak into my office because the, uh, the number is growing with uh, friends and family down here in my basement. So uh, definitely thrilled to, to get that call, but uh, very emotional. And, uh, you know, obviously leading up to today, um, you reflect on all the people that have impact on your career and, and who you are as a man. And um, a, lot of, a lot of emotions, it's been a whirlwind, that's for sure. I was glad that it was over. Um, obviously, <laughs> I'm, I'm honored. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's something that is, is amazing to be uh, even just on the ballot uh, and to be able to uh, now call myself a Hall of Fame is something that I even dream of. You know, I always wanted to be a, a decent baseball player, good baseball player, but I never thought about being a Hall of Fame. Now that I'm in, it's, it's really an honor. I'm, I'm humbled to be uh, called that. That last voice is Adrian Beltre, and all of those were interviews done with MLB Network. Uh, but the crazy thing about him is that he was such a late bloomer. Not that he wasn't a good player, but he did not get the recognition in baseball. Never made an all-star team until 31. You may remember when that happened. For those of you who are longtime baseball fans, it was such a cool thing. And, and baseball players themselves, the baseball fraternity, as well as fans, were so thrilled to see Beltre finally on an all-star team. And... Now, he's a Hall of Famer. Wow. Again, late bloomer, but the story is incredible. Uh, Leroy Butler, who we've spoken to many times here on the show, just getting into the Pro Football Hall of Fame last year. It took him years. He was disabled as a kid. He told his mom he wanted to play professional football. But goodness, he couldn't even walk. And all the obstacles and the challenges the adversities overcome by many of these guys such incredible stories so congratulations to this trio it's after hours on cbs sports radio okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.